0: Welcome everyone, to The Daily Ketefi, today is Wednesday, September 25th, you're watching Unsafe Space, my name is Carter Laren, and I'm joined, as always, by the bad, and today bad mood, mamma jamma, Carrie Smith. Hi, Carrie.
1: Good morning, Carter.
0: Just for clarity, she's not mad at me, in particular. Oh. Having a bad day.
1: I'm just having a bad day, I just don't, there's not enough time in the day, I've got a get my passport renewed, it's expired, I only have 30 days to do it, but I didn't have time, I was supposed to do that, but then the incontinent dog peed the bed and I had to take the comforter to the laundry mat because it doesn't fit in the washer and then I had to leave it there because it's still not dry and I I have to leave it there while I go to work, I guess. It's just, there's not enough hours.
0: There are not enough hours in the day. Well. sound like uh, a whiner. Just yeah, no, you're definitely everybody. in a whiny mood today, but that's okay. We all have our days.
1: Everybody has their days. I know. Any, another day I would look at this tape and be like, what a whiner, what a complainer. But today I feel like whining.
0: <laughs> you often go into mood and then later the next day criticize yourself for the mood that you were in the day before. Yeah. That yeah, happens frequently. So maybe I'll, we'll, I'll ask you to watch it again tomorrow. You can see. It's okay to be whiny. Uh, well, today, fortunately for you, we're talking about an, a subject that I just know you're super excited about, which is politics and the Ukraine.
1: Oh, this sounds like something I can zone out during.
0: <laughs> yeah. You want to slit your wrists now, or do you want to wait for us to get into the details?
1: <laughs> this sounds so boring, but please tell me what's happening. It is
0: kind of boring. I'm sorry. It's boring. and But... Uh, and I don't like talking about politics, but it's like in the news. I don't know if you know, like Nancy Pelosi said they're starting a formal impeachment investigation. There's no such thing, but whatever. They're they're investigating impeachment. And I think it's, you know, it's possible that the president will will be impeached. I don't think there's any chance in hell that he would be uh, convicted by the Senate. But it's possible that the Congress would. Yeah. You know, so the way it works, House of Representatives has to... Um, Basically, they do an investigation, they need like a simple majority to just say, oh, we think you should investigate the president and possibly remove him for office. That's the impeachment process. But then it goes to the Senate and the Senate has to vote two thirds majority to actually remove him for office. So the second half of that is not gonna happen, uh, unless there's some other bombshell that we're not seeing. The first part of that, the impeachment process starting from Democrats, which are controlled by that, uh, the, from the House of Representatives, which is controlled by the Democrats, mm-hmm yeah, that might happen. Um, probably be good for them. They probably view it as politically advantageous for the upcoming 2020 election. But Carrie, this is all about a phone call that Trump had to the president of the Ukraine in July, which I know is super interesting to you in particular, because um, you're always very excited about international politics and transcripts of phone calls but apparently what happened is uh just to get you up to speed apparently what happened is a quote whistleblower in um somewhere in the tel- intelligence community we think it's not really we don't know who the person is they didn't have first hand knowledge of the phone call but they um they i guess brought up to the inspector general hey of intelligence hey that you know there's a concern here he sent the complaint to the department of justice and to the fbi the fbi said we're not going to investigate it we'll defer to the department of justice we don't care the department of justice investigated it and said uh there was no um the the main concern was whether there was a campaign finance law violation they said no the criminal division of the justice department um looked at it and said no, nope, nothing here however now the obviously the news got a hold of this and the mainstream media is going crazy and the transcript, the quote transcript has come out. And I just, um, I think the best way to talk about this is just really briefly. It's a short transcript. We can walk through it and briefly like talk about why, what the backstory is of each thing and why it matters. Um, and uh, and then we can talk a little bit about how the mainstream media is treating this. So here's the transcript, Carrie. Try not to fall asleep.
1: I actually is- like looking at transcripts. I, that's, that part's not a joke. Oh, I don't, great. I don't care about. This story as a whole but let's look at the transcript
0: <laughs> all right so you'll be excited so uh this is the transcript from july 25th now just to be clear it's uh, this might uh, make you sad carrie it's not actually a transcript uh a memorandum of a telephone conversation is not a verbatim transcript of a discussion the text in this document records the notes and recollections of the situation room duty officers so uh, I think they do use some voice detection software, so parts of it might be verbatim, but it's not guaranteed to be verbatim. So I'm not going we're not gonna read the whole thing, but it is pretty short. So the president starts off congratulating this guy on his victory. Uh, Zelensky. So Zelensky ran again. I mentioned this the other day. He ran on anti an anti-corruption platform. So congratulations. He says it's a fantastic achievement. Zelensky basically says, thanks. We worked hard for it. We learned from your campaign and we should talk more. Trump's like, yeah, we should. Great. Thanks. Okay. And then he says, to tell you the truth, we're trying hard. This is the Zelensky saying this. Uh, we're trying hard because we wanted to drain the swamp here in our country. So he's using Trump's language, right? Um, we brought him bringing new people. And uh, so then then Trump says, you know it's nice of you to say that he gave him a compliment your teacher for that he said to trump so trump says that's nice of you to say we spend a lot of time and this then trump says hey um you know us does a lot for ukraine we do a lot more than other european countries oh that's and funny
1: i'm reading it right now on your screen it says germany doesn't does almost nothing for you
0: yeah yeah right so he's yeah he says germany does almost nothing he throws angela merkel under the bus and says, you know, you should really look into that. You should see that everyone pays their fair share. Now, just some background here. Um, there, was a, there was $250 million, and I think even more possibly, allocated to military aid for the Ukrainians that Trump, um, basically, he didn't, he's not withholding the aid, but he did slow it down. He basically said, um, th- this is a while ago, Trump wants to ensure that U.S. interests are being prioritized when it comes to foreign assistance. So he, um, he asked that uh, people internally review the aid, and he wanted to make sure that other countries are paying their fair share. So this has been a focus of Trump. Generally, he said this several times. He doesn't like that the uh, European Union pays less and the countries in the European Union pay a lot less in a lot of foreign aid in general than the U.S. does specifically with respect to Ukraine. So he asked some people internally to review the military aid before it was released to Ukraine. So that's the, that's the context of this. So, okay, so then he says, yeah, you know, like you said, Germany's done nothing for you, blah, blah, blah. A lot of European countries are, are the same as Germany, so you might want to look into this, but the United States has been very, very good to Ukraine. And he's, this is a, a sentence that gets the Democrats excited. He says, I wouldn't say that it's reciprocal necessarily because things are happening that are not good, but the United States has been very, very good to Ukraine. So he's, he's saying, hey, we're helping you out, but that's not always reciprocal. Uh, lots of things are happening that are very, very good for the Ukraine. So Zelensky says, yeah, you're right. You're, you're, not, you're actually not only 100% right, you're 1,000% right. And I can tell you, I did talk to Angela Merkel, and I did meet with her, and blah, blah, blah. So he, and he also, I met with Macron, so he talks about France. They're not doing what the U.S. is doing. They're not enforcing sanctions with respect to Russia, blah, blah, blah. Some more backstory here, just in case people are not paying attention at all. You know, can you guys please investigate this stuff? Look at CrowdStrike. Look at, he says, you're wealthy people, dot, dot, dot. We don't know what that is, but it, it may very well be uh, this Ukrainian oligarch. Russia... The Ukraine is like at war with Russia. Like they're they're fighting. So Ukraine, Russia, not friends. So um, he's complaining that the other European countries not really doing much about uh, sanctions, Russian sanctions. So so he says. So this Ukrainian president says at the end of this. This is where it starts to get interesting. He says, "Look, um, I'm very grateful to you." Uh, the United States is doing quite a lot for Ukraine, much more than the European Union, especially when we're talking about sanctions against Russian Federation. I would also like to thank you for your great support in the area of defense. We are ready, we are ready to continue to cooperate for the next steps. Specifically, we're almost ready to buy more javelins from the United States for defense purposes. So he's saying, hey, we might actually you know, place an order for some more equipment from you. We're almost ready. Thank you. All right. Thank you for your support so now i'll start reading this verbatim now because now the president says i would like you to do us a favor though because our country has been through a lot and ukraine knows a lot about it by the way some of this is a little bit jumbled but he says i would like you to find out what happened with this whole situation with ukraine they say CrowdStrike. strike i guess you have one of your wealthy people dah, 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 the server they say ukraine has it there are a lot of things that went on the whole situation I think you're surrounding yourself with some of the same people. I would like to have the attorney general call you or your people. And I would like you to get to the bottom of it. As you saw yesterday, that whole nonsense ended with a very, this is right after uh, the Robert Mueller stuff ended. He says, as you saw yesterday, that whole nonsense ended with a very poor performance by a man named Robert Mueller uh, an incompetent performance. But they say a lot of it started with the Ukraine, whatever you can do, it's very important that you do it. If that's possible. So Carrie, What's going on here is, it's a little bit complicated, but this whole Mueller investigation stuff, right? Ukraine, there's suspicions that there's some, there's some Ukrainian connections with some of the stuff that happened. And Trump really still wants to get the bottom of it because, you know, we had the whole Marussia thing, CNN yelling Marussia for two years. We had the whole Russian investigation. And it turns out that, the charges of all of this collusion for election interference were false. Like, that didn't happen. There's arguments about whether he obstructed justice and, uh, with respect to the investigation we've talked about in the past, but the, the basic story didn't happen. There was not evidence there. And so now Trump is asking the legitimate question, which is like, well, how did this crap start? What the hell's going on? How did this whole start? And there is a lot of connection to Ukrainian oligarchs in some of this stuff, specifically, Um, Do you remember when the the DNC servers were hacked? Remember I said the other day that we actually never got to see the servers, the FBI never saw the servers?
1: Yes, I know that.
0: DNC hired three outside security firms to look at this. Um, The main one is CrowdStrike. CrowdStrike is founded by a guy who is um, part of an anti-Russian think tank funded by a Ukrainian oligarch, okay? So there's a little bit of weirdness there. CrowdStrike and then CrowdStrike determined, oh, it was the Russians that hacked it. All right. So there's someone with like already a political agenda that's anti-Russian running a company that determines that, oh, look at that. The Russians hacked the server, then the server disappears. The FBI never gets to see the server. No one's ever seen the server. So the question now is um, that this is one prong of of Ukrainian connections. But there's a lot of a lot of weirdness here. And Trump is rightly wondering, hey, i didn't I didn't use you know if i if I'm innocent of Russian collusion right for the election well someone's guilty of manufacturing this whole story what the hell's going on there's some kind of there's something's happening with all of this, so shouldn't we continue to investigate why did this why did this why did this happen um and so that's what trump's kind of that's his concern and if you'll notice he hasn't mentioned. He hasn't mentioned anyone at this point, but uh, he said the attorney general, right? Um, And although the attorney general actually never had, there was never any follow-up with the attorney general here by Trump or the Ukrainian president, as far as we know. Um, According to the attorney general, he said that. But so Trump said, hey, look, he's clearly referencing the origins of the Mueller and uh, investigation or the origins of the Trump-Russia collusion story, and he's saying, "Can you investigate this? Because something's going on. There's something going on between members of either the U.S. Intelligence Committee or the Democrats or both, and and some Ukraine, not not obviously, but possibly, possibly. Can you investigate this? And again, this guy ran on anti-corruption stuff. This is his platform. So the president says, the president of Ukraine says back to him." Yes, it's very important for me, everything you just mentioned earlier. So he's saying, yeah, I do want to investigate what's going on with these Ukrainian oligarchs potentially having ties to uh, influential U.S. politicians. It's very important because, remember, he ran an anti-corruption campaign. We're ready to open a new page on cooperation and relations between the United States and Ukraine. For that purpose, I just recalled our ambassador from the U.S., uh, he'll be replaced by a very competent and very experienced ambassador and we'll work hard. Uh, I'd also like to, I'd like and hope to see him having your trust and confidence and have personal relations with you so we can cooperate even more so. So he's saying, hey, I'm sending an ambassador. I'd like to have a, a strong personal relationship with you. And in that line, it's the president of the Ukraine. It's Zelensky who says, I will personally tell you, he brings up Giuliani. I will personally tell you that one of my assistants spoke with Mr. Giuliani just recently. And we're hoping to uh, very much that Mr. Giuliani, Giuliani will be able to travel to Ukraine and we'll meet once he comes to Ukraine so he's saying obviously uh, I'd like to have a tighter relationship I'd like to have a personal relationship and I met with your friend slash lawyer uh, or I'd like to meet with your friend lawyer Giuliani and and we have spoken to him okay this is not in the context of Biden investigations or anything right this is not in the context of that it's just want to talk to your your attorney I wanted to assure you once again, you have nobody but friends around us. So he's saying we're friends. Make sure to surround myself with the best people, blah, blah, blah. We are friends, we're great friends, and you, Mr. President, have friends in our country. I plan to surround myself with great people in addition to that investigation. I guarantee, as the President of Ukraine, that all the investigations will be done openly and candidly, so that's good. So, hey, I'll do an investigation. And we'll do it openly in Kennedy. He knows that he's got a corruption problem. That's what he ran on. He knows that uh, Ukrainian oligarchs are involved. He knows there's potential ties to the U.S. And so he's saying, I'll investigate openly in Kennedy. So Trump responds, good, because I heard you had a prosecutor who was very, very good, and he was shut down, and that's really unfair. A lot of people are talking about that, the way they shut your very good prosecutor down, and you had some very bad people involved. So what he's talking about, presumably, is the prosecutor that Biden asked the Ukraine to fire in exchange for aid to the Ukraine. And Biden has bragged about this, so this is not unknown. Now, I don't know that he was a good prosecutor. Certainly, there's been uh, reports that a lot of people wanted this prosecutor gone. He was possibly corrupt, not sure, or at least accused of it. To do that. And then he switches and says, well, Mr. Giuliani, who again, the president of the Ukraine brought up, Mr. Giuliani is a highly respected man. He's the mayor of New York, great mayor, blah, blah, blah. So he's now talking about Giuliani. It's not really, he's not saying Giuliani is related to this investigation. He's just, you know, the president had brought up, the president of the Ukraine had brought up Giuliani saying I want a personal relationship. So now Trump is switching and talking about Giuliani. He's a great guy. Basically. Um, I'll ask him to give you a call along with the attorney general, because he wants the attorney general to call on this other topic, right? Rudy very much knows what's happening. He's a very great, capable guy. If you could speak to him, that'd that'd be great. So he's talking about Giuliani, the former ambassador to the US. The woman was bad, so he complains about the former ambassador. But then he brings up Biden. This is the part that everyone is concerned about. So he says, you know, I didn't like the former ambassador. He says, the other thing is, there's a lot of talk about Biden's son, that Biden stopped the prosecution, and a lot of people want to find out about that. So whatever you can do with the attorney general, that would be great. He's not saying do anything with Giuliani. He's saying, if you can do something with the attorney general there and figure out what happened, Biden went around bragging that he stopped the prosecution. So if you can look into it, it sounds horrible to me. Okay. So look, Biden has gone around bragging that he got a prosecutor. He forced the prosecutor to get fired in the Ukraine. That prosecutor was investigating a company in the Ukraine that his son was on the board of. That investigation went away when the prosecutor was fired. That's true. Now, Biden hasn't been saying, uh, hey, I'm bragging them, I got the case dropped. But he has been saying, hey, I, I got the prosecutor fired. Now, there was a lot of people who wanted the prosecutor fired. I said this the other day, it's not necessarily, this isn't necessarily a bad thing, but Trump is saying, hey, can you, can you, potentially, can you potentially look into this? And then, you know, the president of Ukraine says, um, yeah, I'm knowledgeable about the situation. I'm going to put in non-corrupt prosecutors that are on our side, blah, blah, blah. I'm going to get rid of that ambassador you don't like. Trump says back, okay, she's going through some things, fine. And now he's kind of almost summing up the call. He's like, hey, I'll have Giuliani call you. And I'm also going to have Attorney General Barr call you, right? Because to dig to the bottom of it, because the guy brought up Giuliani earlier and Trump is saying, hey, I'll, I'll have those people call you because obviously Trump can tell them to do that. So, you know, I have many Ukrainian friends. I also have friends, blah, blah, blah. He brings up Biden a couple other times, but really only in the, in the context of, um, hey, you know, I'll have, or not Biden, uh, Giuliani. Hey, I'll have Giuliani and the Attorney General call you, right? So that's kind of the big, that's the big reveal, Kerry. That's the big transcript. I know I just talked for a while. I'm going to stop and let you comment. That's the big transcript. Um,
1: I don't have anything to say. I don't really.
0: Well, does it look like a problem for you? No, I don't care. <laughs> okay, So, but actually no, <laughs> I'm, I'm almost glad you don't care. It'd be better to have a more dynamic conversation, but I think your sentiments express what is going on in the country generally. I think we are full of, we don't, no one trusts our institutions anymore anyway. And I, I like, what if, by, what if something is going on? Is the president not supposed to ask for the foreign country? Like, hey, there's corruption. What if there was actually corruption going on between a senior U.S. official and, or a former vice president and Ukrainian oligarchs? If there was something going on, is the president supposed to not ask for them to investigate on their end? Right. I don't see what the big deal is. Right. And as you pointed out the other day, uh, Obama did something much worse for his political opponents. Um, so I, yeah, you I should think we're in what, this...
1: you should say what that is. You,
0: you he, can't just he wiretapped Trump. I mean, he he went after. So again, part of the origins of the the. This whole Russian investigation was, I mean, we talked about the other day, there's this bogus dossier that's published based on, you know, um, funded by opposition research. It's pushed into the FBI, blah, blah, blah. So they use this to get a FISA warrant, they, which is there's a three hop rule for the FISA warrant. So they can, if they tap someone close to Trump, they can tap the person, anyone that person talks to and anyone that they talk to. So it's very easy to get to Trump. So he did all of this stuff, um, Obama. And it's interesting, I, I, I put on CNN this morning, uh, dumb idea, but I put on CNN this morning because I was like, okay, they're going to be making a big deal about this. Of course they were. Um, and they, they tried to play the what if Obama game. Well, what if Obama had done this? The Republicans wouldn't be dismissing it. Blah, blah, blah. Oh my
1: gosh. Obama right. did, he did a
0: much worse version of this. Right. A and I, like, 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 let's play that game. Even if the Republicans would have gone after it, I'm pretty sure the Democrats would have dismissed it because they did. So, like, like, we know what happened.
1: You didn't right. care, news media. You didn't care.
0: <laughs> right. And so there's a lot of this stuff um, being represented here. Uh, so, for example, Adam Schiff stood up and said that the president of Ukraine brought up military assistance. And right after the president brought up, he brought up his need for military assistance. And right after the president brought up investigation. So he's kind of acting like the mafia, like, oh, you need that. Well, do me a favor. Right. First of all, he didn't bring up his need for military assistance. He said, thank you for your assistance. We're almost ready to do the next step. We're almost ready to order some more stuff, but I guess not yet, because he used the word almost. That's not like, we really need assistance, Mr. President. That's, thanks for your assistance in the past. We're almost ready to do the next step. Uh, Okay. Um, and again, is Trump supposed, they're also, by the way, the Dems are also now saying, oh, this is a matter of national security. Nothing in this has to do with national security. Ah, uh, possibly Ukraine's national security, maybe, but not not the u s national security. Um, so i don't I don't know. the interesting thing to me, Carrie, here, is really just um, did Trump do something wrong here? I think that the truth is no one cares um, because there is so much obvious double standards and dirty dealing and corruption by everyone happening right now that no one really cares if Trump like, Oh, did he ask the Ukraine to investigate his you know, political rival? Biden's not clearly the nominee as it is.
1: Biden's um, not his political rival. That's so weird that they think that's right. not even, hes he's not going to be the nominee.
0: <laughs> I don't think so, but whatever. So like, He's not really a direct political rival yet anyway. Um, and on top of that, it's not like he, he asked to investigate something that didn't happen or can you dig up dirt on this guy or can you open an investigation without any evidence? He was said like, this thing happened, like it did happen. It is weird. Can, can you look at it? Like there's connections to Russian ol- or to Ukrainian oligarchs. Can you look at it? Okay. It's it's not a big deal. And I think what's happening, I I think most of the Americans, American people just don't care. I think they just don't care about this crap. And the Democrats are going to probably impeach him over something that no one gives a crack about. No. I mean, you remember the open mic moment when Obama leaned in to Putin and said, I'll have a lot more flexibility after the election. Like, there's all this kind of crap happening all the time where, where there's like... Oh and also Trump brought this up. Uh, the Democrats also went to U- the Ukraine and asked them for to continue the investigations that the Ukraine was doing that were related to the Mueller investigation. So like they've also like done the exact same thing. hey, can you tenu- can you continue those investigations into the Mueller probe? like the stuff that's related to the Mueller probe? Okay, sure, we're going to do that. but when 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 Trump says, "Hey, can you investigate?" this very real conflict of interest that potentially could be bad, could be fine. Can you just investigate what's going on with your oligarchs? There's a lot of known corruption in the Ukraine and it might be bleeding into our democracy. Can you look at it? Suddenly that's treason. That's an impeachable def- offense. I just, no one takes the mainstream media seriously anymore. It's absolutely ridiculous. And CNN's going to run this shit all day long. They're going to just run, run, run. Now the, the thing is my Ukraine, they've switched
1: yeah well so i think it's weird because uh i think it i think it actually is they're shooting themselves in the foot yeah there's the npcs and i see some of them on my timeline there's the people who are who believe the russia stuff and who the people who are bought in and can't see the strings that are being pulled and can't you know they think fox news is worse than cnn those people those people who can't they just they they're not awake and right. yes, those people are looking at this and going, oh, you know, because they're just, they want anything and everything they can. They hate Trump so much that they're willing to take whatever crazy, um, you know, breadcrumbs are thrown at them that never lead anywhere because there's nothing there.
0: Um, I don't think it's good for Biden either.
1: No, it's not good for, but, but, but I, think, I think, so those people exist. But I think my point is, I think that the majority of people are not those people. I think the majority of people are tired of this and you've got a lot of not just, I'm not talking about just Trump voters. I'm not a Trump voter. I am sick to death of it. I'm tired of it. I am, I am, uh, I I've lost all respect for legacy media, all of it. Um, and that goes for the New York times. That goes for, it doesn't matter. There's no paper to record. There's nothing anymore. I lost all respect for it. I, um, I am to the point where the double standard is so obvious that I resent I resent the the cathedral and I resent the Democratic Party, which I've been a lifelong Democratic voter, but the the audacity <laughs> that they have and and the arrogance and They have some gall. They have some gall and the media. They have some gall and they they it, it feels like it's it feels condescending. They they think, they they think we're dumb. And that, I, I just, it makes me reflexively, um, if, if you're talking about sides, I feel like I'm aligned with Trump, even though I don't like Trump, because, because I'm certainly not aligned with them. Does that nice. make sense?
0: No, so absolutely. They, absolutely. They
1: actually, they engender empathy for Trump.
0: They yeah, because they're unconscionable.
1: Yeah, because they are so bad. What they're doing is so bad. There was even,
0: well, sorry, go ahead, go ahead.
1: Well, so I don't know. I think this might be, I think all this stuff is them impeaching him is probably, I think my gut says it's not a good move for the Democrats. None of this is a good move for them. That they're so oblivious to the fact that people are sick to death of them and are sick of this crap. Um, They don't realize they're pushing people towards him.
0: Yeah, I I agree with you. You know, I don't. Obviously, I don't normally don't watch CNN. I just, on a whim, was like, I wonder what they're saying about all this. And the the the, the level of condescension and the assumption that everyone is an idiot is so transparent on CNN. They played. They had um, Trump spoke live. They they cut to a Trump reaction here, and he, he said he said something to the effect of um, he brought up this. Democrats had visited the UK the Ukraine previously and asked for some favors, and he said. Um, well, if, if what I'm doing is an impeachable defense, well, well then that's an impeachable offense by your logic, right? That he's that's, those were his words. So what the Democrats did is an impeachable offense by your logic, right? That was the phrase we cut back to CNN and the very first thing, the analyst at CNN does is she says, well, Trump just admitted that it is indeed an impeachable offense and blah, 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 It's an impeachable <laughs> offense. Blah, blah. He said it was impeachable himself. Blah, 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 blah. Like, it's like, we all just listened to the words that he said. You cut out by your own logic, which totally changes the meaning of that sentence. And with zero delay, spin right away, right away. Right um, away. It's just, I mean, look, there's a lot I don't like about Trump either, but God damn it. The, the, the cathedral is just so dishonest and vile. I don't know what to trust. I can't trust anything they say about this. Nothing.
1: No. It's ridiculous. And some of them believe their own nonsense.
0: They all, I think most of them believe their own nonsense. I think, I think they absolutely believe it. They absolutely believe their nonsense. And I don't, you know, the other thing is I don't think look, I don't understand Biden. I, I wouldn't want people talking about this now because no one knew about this crap with Biden. And now, you know what I'm hearing now? Now I'm hearing Republicans say, well, why don't we release the transcripts that Biden had with the Ukraine? And by the way, while you're at it, there's some China calls that he made that would like to see the transcripts of too because there's some uh, potential nefarious activity there. That's not good for Biden. This is not, this is not good for Biden. And the, and the people who are either – well, the people who would potentially ever vote for Trump, they don't give a crap about this. They're looking at this going, even if he crossed the line, we don't give a shit. You guys are so corrupt and horrible. We don't care. We just want him to get rid of you. I'm not actually upset about the political issue. I'm just – I'm reminded how horrible the cathedral is.
1: Yeah, that's what I – that's my only feeling about this is I just have um – um I I have a lot of uh, contempt for the news media, so I think we should title this "Ukraine, I Crane, We All Craned." For you have to come up with a rhyme.
0: (laughs) Well, if that's the crappy title, you'll know where it came from, everyone. Uh, (laughs) I can't think. I think instead we should promise to not talk about politics tomorrow.
1: Please let's not. And I have to have so much stuff to do, Carter. How are we going to do Daily Kefevi tomorrow? We'll figure it out. Okay.
0: Okay. We can handle it. This is is not very long.
1: Okay. I got to go. Bye, guys. I got to go to work. I got to get my comforter out of the laundromat.
0: (laughs) (laughs) All right, everyone. Thank you for watching. Please don't forget to like, share, subscribe. Um, Actually, I love when we get emails for ideas, for stories to cover. So send them to speak at unsafespace.com. We're getting a few. It's great. Um, If we haven't responded, that's just because I'm lame. But we will and or we'll cover it. So, Thanks for that, and uh, see you all tomorrow. And Carrie will be there tomorrow. She'll be able to make it.